Hi, Kerry here with Best of Us Investors. Uh, we're a channel that uh, basically is here to achieve three goals. One, to help us make better investment decisions. Number two, keep what, more of what we make by understanding the tax code. And number three, the ultimate in this, that is to build family wealth. Let me get some administrative things out. Um, this is an award I received. I actually, it's uh, an award that um, YouTube sent me for making, having 100 um, subscribers, 100,000 subscribers. Fact is, I achieved it about six months ago, but they just got it to me now. Uh, feel good about that because it's quite an achievement. Um, there's, I don't know what percentage of YouTubers achieve 100,000 subscribers. Uh, but I feel good about it. I started the channel in November of 2019 and we grew rapidly. We've kind of leveled off now, but we're finding our, our, our groove. I'm finding my groove. I want to talk today about an opportunity, and I think there's a huge opportunity. I can only measure three of them in, in my uh, recent career. Um, uh, number one would be the dot-com bubble in 2000 as the, uh, as the market collapsed. Number two would be the subprime crisis in uh, 2008, 2009 when the market collapsed. A blip in the screen would be that of the coronavirus, uh, only lasting a number of months. But I think we're in a period of time right now where fear has again hit the market, as did in um, the, the dot-com bubble and the, the subprime crisis. And it's been brought about, I think, for the most part, because of the shenanigans of uh, Vladimir Putin in, in Ukraine. And we've seen some, then, then some stocks drop dramatically. Um, some Chinese stocks that have dropped 50%, some biotech stocks that have dropped 50%. And, and I think both of those have potential to gain, um, but it's, it's important that we analyze what we're dealing with and, and make some good decisions. So that's what this video is about. Um, stocks are cheap. What should I buy? Should I invest in China? Should I in, invest in the United States? Um, should I invest in electric vehicles? Should I invest in biotech? And then uh, specifically as examples, I want to compare the purchases of NEO against CRISPR so that I can, I can give you some relevance as to what we should and shouldn't buy. We'll get to that just in a minute. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Okay, it's, it's, a, it's a strange comparison, but I want to uh, take you on a journey I took on, on my, um, one of the tools that I use in trading views. But what if I would have bought NEO and uh, CRISPR both in the um, later part, December of 2020? What would my results be? Let's take a look. I created this chart on TradingView. I use it quite a bit. It's one of the main tools that I use to give me perspective of the past and the future and to help me make good investment decisions. And what I've done here is uh, pulled up a chart on NEO. 
the Chinese uh, EV company, and I then set it up to compare it to CRISPR, not something that you would do every day. And I assumed that I bought both stocks on roughly uh, December the 20th, um, 2020. And you can see, surprisingly, they, they followed a very similar path. And they're both, as it's trading right now, uh, NEO is down 59% and CRISPR is down 64% for, from where I would have bought them in uh, late December. And my question then became, if they are of like depression, which one do I want to buy for the future? Which one holds the best opportunities for me to make money uh, in the future? And that's what this video is going to be all about. How do I use the tools that are available to me to make good decisions? And then where are the opportunities uh, and, and what's, what's the comparison? One is a Chinese company uh, of questionable origin. Uh, it's, its actual place of origin is the Cayman Islands because you don't really own um, uh, NEO because China doesn't want you to. Uh, they don't want NEO sharing their uh, data with U.S. companies, and so we're now in a position of questioning whether to delist NEO. So let's talk a little bit more about this. I think it's, it's an interesting comparison. Uh, they're close to the same position, and I, and I want to focus on, um, what, what, first of all, why should you or shouldn't you buy Chinese stocks. I did a video just uh, uh, last week where I said, I told you 18 months ago to get out of China. This all came back to mind this morning when I went to Twitter and I saw these two tweets by Tom Nash. And, and Tom is a, um, a, a stock analyst. He was a stock analyst for a large firm. I follow him on, um, on both Twitter and on a, I subscribed to his channel on YouTube. And I think he made some good points that, first of all, was that um, the, you don't know what you own in China. Uh, in many cases, you own what they call uh, VIEs, which is a variable interest entity. Uh, it is because China doesn't want its Chinese companies sharing data sharing information with outside countries. They don't want them listed under the rules of the New York and the NASDAQ Stock Exchange. So these companies have come up with a workaround so that they're actually a, a shell company in the Grand Caymans that you're buying that um, if, if the whole world collapses, if, if China decides today, this is being Friday, uh, in their meeting with Joe Biden, that they are going to back um, Vladimir Putin, your VIEs may be in real jeopardy. That's the kind of thing you need to know that comes with these stocks. It's not, it's not, like a U.S. stock. It's really not even like a, 
uh, a Great Britain or a Germany stock. These stocks are are going to be controlled at the whim of Xi Jinping uh, and the Communist Party. If you're comfortable with that, okay. Um, and and as as Tom said in his other tweet, the only people who really reacted quickly <clears throat> and made money uh, on on the the big swing of Chinese stocks in this last week were the people who knew uh, what the publicity was going to be before it was actually distributed, and that was the Chinese people or the Chinese authorities. Um, and so they set up the American market and made money off the backs. Now, as I tweeted to, to Tom, if you're quick, if you're alert, if you're astute, you can make money this way, but you'll probably lose more than you make. So that, that I thought was interesting. On the other side, in a U.S. stock, you pretty much know what you can buy because you can, if you choose, you can get an annual report. You can even tune in to their quarterly uh, reviews with their CEO and their CFO and and have a, a working knowledge of the company. You can't really do that with many of the Chinese stocks. So I don't feel that's a good place to vet, to invest. Then let me take it one step further, and that is what stocks should you buy, whether it be if, if you're okay with China, that's okay with me, I'm not. Um, but what stocks should you buy? I, I'm reading a book right now that I think is uh, very interesting. It's an in-depth look of what's happening in the medical field, and it's, it's presented by Tony Robbins. Here's a picture of the cover of it. And, and as I'm reading the book, I can understand that Tony and, and the other authors are presenting companies that they have ownership in, uh, but it is a very easy read of what's actually happening in the medical interest industry relative to stem cells research, rather relative to uh, target um, targeting going after cancer, and then also genome research and genome editing. And I think if you would read that book, and then also read Elon Musk's book about electric vehicles, you're going to see that the the, the change that it's going to make in the world is not really comparable. Uh, in one case, we're talking about possibly being instrumental in cleaning up our environment, which I grant you is of huge importance because actually if, if, if we all die from the chemicals we're putting into the sky and uh, the poisons that we're putting into our system, genome sequencing and genome editing doesn't really matter. But on the other hand, when you're, when you're saving lives by putting a needle in someone's arm and actually taking cancer out of their body, and then the possibility of putting it into a sperm and in an egg and taking it out of bloodline. The comparison I don't think is, is really relevant. And then I think the, the recognition that if do pharmaceutical companies make money, yeah, they do. They make a ton of money because they are delivering life and the, the difference between life and death. I had a, um, a, a very severe unit 
uh, urinary tract infection. Um, it was bringing me down. I was aging um, about two years with every day. Uh, and I, my energy was going. And as a result of a pill I took, it took care of it. I don't know what would have happened if I didn't take that pill. I suspect if, it, if, if I were living in 1721, I would have died. I, I suspect I would have because there would have been a severe infection in my body and it would have taken me down. The, I could feel it. It was taking me down. So that changed my world. At the same time, uh, my vehicle gives me some abilities as well, but um, I think the pharmaceutical industry has a much greater potential of profits, and I think I have a much greater potential of profits in the pharmaceutical industry than I do in the electric vehicle industry. Because in, in essence, when it comes down to buying a car, the decision is based on uh, affordability, and then the second decision is made on color. Um, and from that point on, car companies don't make any money. On the other hand, in, in pharmacies, um, it's saving lives, much as my life was saved by a little pill that I have taken now for a week, um, and it's covered by my insurance, even though I don't know actually what the pill cost, um, but I only paid for a 30-day supply, $7.00. It's covered by my insurance. And that's where I think the potential is when with these pharmaceutical companies, these biotech companies, when they offer the insurance companies, you can deal with carry and, and 10 years of fighting cancer, or you can pay for a shot in his arm and it will go away. The same is true for Alzheimer's. Uh, I have, have a, a dear friend who lived with Alzheimer's for 10 years, um, and the insurance bills were astronomical. So if it can be cured, the, 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 the benefits, the profits are huge. That's where I want to invest. So as I am sitting in a period of time, and you are sitting in a period of time, and hopefully you have a sizable amount of cash sitting on the side, which do you want to invest in? Do you want to invest in the United States, stocks, companies, or China? Do you want to invest in EV or biotech? Do you want to invest in NEO or CRISPR? I think it's an obvious decision. I think the potential for growth is an obvious decision. But I wanted to share that with you. And I wanted to share with you that that's how I think. That's how my tribe thinks. I shared with you yesterday that I'm going to expand this further. I'm going to pace for some gurus some, some people who are giants in the uh, past tech industry um, that are going to share with me their portfolios, and then I'm going to share that knowledge with you at a heavily discounted price. So that's what Kerry Grinkmeyer is all about. That's what um, Best of Us Investors is all about. 
and that's what my tribe is all about. If you want to learn more about the tribe, go to bestofusinvestors.com. Give me your email address and your name, and I'll send you an invitation to our Discord. And for those of you uh, who are already members, I will meet with you continually uh, every Friday at 3 o'clock when the market closes. Okay, talk to you again tomorrow. Let's have a wonderful week. Um, I, I, and let's, let's hope that whatever needs to happen in Russia and Ukraine happens and these people get some peace in their lives. Talk to you again tomorrow. <music>